Okay, I'm ready. Is your gun reloaded? I said I'm ready. Oh, no, hang on. There we go. Okay, here's the plan. We bolt up and make for the building. Don't hesitate, don't panic, and don't look back. This is the home stretch. We make this without and safe. On my mark, three, two, one, mark! I'm out! Cover me while I reload. Quicker! I'm trying. You can literally see me trying. They're swarming us! Llewellyn, now! I think my gun's broken. Oh, Llewellyn! It's broken! These bloody machines. The gun on the left never works. That was the last level. We'd nearly finished the entire game. It's a stupid game to begin with. If they know the house is full of the dead, why would they bother to go back a fourth time? We spent all our tokens on this game. No, no, no. no. You spent all our tokens on this game. I wanted to play that dancing one. And why this game? Anyway, it's just guns pointed at a flat screen. It's not even three-dimensional. If anything, it's a less sophisticated version of the training simulators back home. I need a drink. You need a drink? Here we go. Pint for me and a tropical berry fanta for you. Thanks. I was worried when you said you wanted a drink, but you set the world right again with your order. You're not much of a drinker. Neither are you. I'm drinking a beer. You're holding a beer. That's all you ever do. You drink a beer the same way my dad handles a visit from my Uncle Mike. You pretend to look forward to it, but when it's here, you find any excuse to put off having anything to do with it. Well, that entirely unfair and inaccurate assessment has put me right off my drink. We're never going to get home, are we? We're in an infinite universe, and there's only one hub. I mean, yeah, it does exist in every universe simultaneously. But even still, that's quite a lot of universe. The odds of us landing there are practically zero. It's like trying to hit the bullseye on a dartboard by throwing the dart out the back of a stealth fighter jet the next county over. So what's the point? Why bother? That is... Beat for beat, exactly what I've been trying to tell you. We're not going to get home, so let's enjoy what we have out here. Not all who wander are lost. What's that from? Toy Story 4. Probably. And just like Toy Story 4, we need to make peace. The nature of our lives has changed, and that trying to go back to some idealized past is unrealistic and unhealthy. We should just accept the fact that they made another Toy Story movie, even if the third one ended on such a wonderful close for the series. Stop right there! Quick! Run! Settle down. I don't think they're here for us. They seem to be chasing those four people currently charging towards us. Coming through! Stop! Or we'll shoot! Blimey. Nice to see someone else in trouble for a change. We gotta go after them! What? No. What? Why? Didn't you recognize those people? Why would I recognize them? Because it's them. Who? Slicers. What? Oh, 
Where did they go? What are you asking me for? I was following you. The cops who are chasing them are over there. So where are... <gasps> there! Where? There! Around that corner! They're looking this way! Duck! They nearly saw us. I still don't know why we followed them. Because... Slicers! Yes, yes, but what does that mean? It means slicers! No, if I'm going to have any idea what you're on about, I'm going to need more words than that, I'm afraid. I read about them when I was first studying to join the lead service. See the guy with the bad haircut? He invented a kind of laser knife thing that lets him cut a hole in the fabric of reality and just step into another universe. Now they travel from world to world. There, but for the grace of God, eh, Meanie? No, shut up. Look, every time they arrive on a new world, they screw it up. Most of the worlds have really fragile social systems in place. I mean, really, really fragile. Like, it's hard to believe they'd lasted as long as they did before the Slicers got there. And then these four show up, and within a few days, the entire society has been turned on its head. Then they leave, just before the whole thing collapses. We've literally done exactly that twice now. I don't think the robots count. How unexpectedly prejudiced of you. The Slicers are amateurs with a battery-powered reality knife. We're leads. We're supposed to interfere. Meanie, the only difference between what we're doing and what they're doing is that when they do it, they're not wearing a uniform that looks like pajamas. Aha! Not so. There's one other difference, and it's a doozy. Remember what Captain Lucas said? You mean, ah! Before that. Oh, I find the gently curved hull of a well-tuned jump ship to be a deeply erotic sight to behold? He said there's a piece of tech inside every jump ship that locks down a universe as soon as we land there, so we don't arrive and immediately create a million billion copies of the universe and ourselves in the process. But the Slicers... Ah, they don't have that tech. Every time they blunder into a new universe, they just create infinite copies of themselves, the universe they arrived on, and the universes they could have arrived on. Exactly. That's why the lead service is so obsessed with them. There's an entire facility on Ursa Baker just for detaining slicers. We have literally hundreds of copies of them there, all lined up in cells. They're generally pretty easy to catch. They don't seem to know about leads. And it's always those four? Well, Derek's and Sabrina, they're always the same. Sometimes one or both of the others are different, but most of the captains don't think it counts if you get a group with the other ones. We're lucky that's a complete set of authentic, proper slicers. See? There's O'Connell. He's the one with the stupid hair and the slicer device. And Professor Reese, the beardy one in the tweed. I'll mark them off on my spotter's guide. All we know for sure is that whenever anyone asks them what they want, what they're doing, they say they're lost and trying to get to their home dimension. And nobody ever believes them. Can you imagine? I'm going over there. What for? I'm going to arrest them. And then what? The jump ship is cramped enough as it is with just the two of us. You think there's room for six? All right. I'll steal their slicing machine. Why? Maybe we can use it. Oh, finally, a way to randomly travel to parallel universes. All right, what's your big plan? We leave them alone. We leave them alone? We leave them alone. Okay. Why? Because they're not bothering us, we're not bothering them, and we avoid a wholly unnecessary crossover adventure. It's win-win. All right. Good. 
Wait, I don't like the way you said that. You're up to something, aren't you? I can tell. Your face is doing that thing. I'm just smiling. Yes, I don't trust it. You look like an alligator with a secret. What's your game? Well, (laughs) they're a complete set of classic model slicers. We're talking the original four in pristine condition. No missing limbs, no weird viruses, no being merged with a parallel universe counterpart that looks nothing like them. Is that an option? Sometimes, yeah. This is the complete package, the dream pickup for every captain in the lead service. And that means... That means there's bound to be a lead jump ship along at some point to collect them. Okay, if we're gonna do this, we've only got one shot. Let's go. They're leaving! We'd better follow them. Can you believe it? We're going home, Lou. We're actually going home. I guess we are. This is exactly what we deserve for interfering, O'Connell. I couldn't just let it happen, Professor. Those people could have died. And what do you propose we do now? I think we should do whatever gives me the best chance of scoring with that chick back at the hospital. Oh, I don't know, Derek's. I got a bad feeling from that witch doctor guy. I don't think we should get in his bad books. Oh, Sabrina, don't tell me you believe that rubbish. What are they doing? They're arguing. They do it all the time. It's supposed to be electric to watch. Oh, absolutely. Who doesn't love watching diametrically opposed characters constantly bickering with each other? (gasps) They're all so different. Where else are you going to find a washed-up singer, a particle physicist, a student, and a computer store clerk arguing over ethical dilemmas? You've never been on Reddit, have you? Well, whatever happens now, O'Connell, we have a ticking clock if we don't get the slicing device back soon. I know, I know. We'll be stuck here. They lost their plot device? It happens from time to time. They usually get it back, but I hear there's more than a few slicing devices on the multiversal black market. So what you're saying is, we're going to have to break into the government facility and get it back? The big building on Magnolia? Oh, we just broke out of there! I don't like it either, but if we don't, we're trapped in this universe forever. Oh, this is perfect! What? How? Oh, no. Oh, yes! All we need to do is get into that building before the slicers do. No. Steal the slicing device. Stop. Then we just wait for the lead service to pick up the signal and send someone to come get us. And pray tell, Agent Romanov, just how do you intend to accomplish all that? By... by doing the things I I just said we'd do. Right. Few flaws there. Firstly, that's not a plan. That is, at best, a to-do list. Secondly, we we don't even know the layout of the building we'd be breaking into. Finally, and this is the big one, I mean, this is a real whopper, what exactly makes you believe that you and I are capable of pulling off any kind of break-and-enter job on a government installation? Do you really think that your enthusiastic inexperience and my passionate apathy are going to be enough to save the day? Well, no, but... Exactly. This isn't some low-budget sci-fi nonsense being put out for an audience of nerds on a Friday night so they don't feel bad about not being invited out to the really cool parties. This is real life, and the idea of breaking into a place to steal some MacGuffin or other is not particularly how I want to spend my afternoon. All right. Fine. Hey, you! Uh, who? Me? Yeah, you! What's your name? Uh, Carl! Hi, Carl. You feel like helping me break into a government facility? Oh, God. Uh, 
Sure. Great. You got a car? Oh, uh, I have a van. Perfect. Let's go. You coming, Llewellyn? Sure. Why not? I can be a witness at your trial. We're here. Meanie and I will dress as plumbers and get in via the tradesman's entrance. Llewellyn, you can use my laptop here to monitor our location. Right, we all discussed this literally 20 minutes ago before we all piled into your Volkswagen. <laughs> Sorry, this is my first heist. It, it's not a heist. You're just breaking in to steal a rare and impossible to replace item without being caught by security. And, oh, I'm, I'm hearing it now. Okay, yes, this, this, this is a heist. Awesome! I gotta say, you're very enthusiastic about this. <laughs> you kidding? I've wanted to do a heist since I was like 12. Let's do this thing! Uh, no. I think I'll take Llewellyn with me instead. Uh, what? Yeah, I've got to agree with my colleague here. Your enthusiasm is too palpable. It's very easily palped. Plus, I've already put on the other boiler suit, so you're too late. But... But my van! Yeah, that was really cool of you. Thanks for the ride! But... Do you know anything about plumbing? Because we'll have to talk our way past security. My Uncle Mike is a plumber. Leave it to me. I know the lingo. Hi! We're... Oh, thank God. Here to fix the leak on the fifth floor, I hope. It's been causing us trouble all day. They say you can never rely on a plumber, but hey, here you are right on time. You know something? My grandfather was a plumber till the day he died, which was only last week. God bless that man. And as a matter of fact, he had a friendly face just like yours. He loved his work, even though the people he helped with their plumbing and pipes and sinks and whatnot, well, they didn't give two figs about him. It is tough being a plumber. It can seem like nobody cares about you. Well, I cared about old Gramps, and because of him, I care about all plumbers. I'm terribly sorry. I'm rambling. I just have a strong familial bond to your chosen profession, that's all. <laughs> In you go, fellas. See? what I tell you? Look, I'm not gonna lie, that was the stupidest thing I have ever experienced in my entire life. Doesn't matter, does it? We're in! Wait, sorry. Let me say that again. <clears throat> We're in. Ugh. Now we've just got to find where they're holding the slicing device. Let me check this building directory. Maybe the evidence room? It's not far from here. Don't you think people might find it a bit weird when two plumbers walk into the room where they're holding a top-secret gizmo that lets you step into a parallel universe? Take this patch. IT technician, and it's Velcro. All, all right, then. Peel the plumber patch off your boiler suit. Put that one on. Boom! Problem solved. Why didn't we just use these to get into the building? People hassle IT guys. They ask about teraflops and mega gigs and whether they have enough RAM for the latest version of Spider Solitaire or whatever. But nobody hassles a plumber. Otherwise, they don't have anywhere to shh. I think I hear someone coming. There you are. Pardon you? You are the IT guys sent to fix the database server in the evidence room, right? 
Yes? Oh, yes! We are absolutely those people, here to do that. Fixing the connection. Sounds right, doesn't it, Barry? Uh, oh, I, yes, we're just a pair of IT techs sent to fix your servos. Servers? (laughs) Where'd you need us to go? Well, it's around that corner and through the double doors. Huge doors, you can't miss them. Pop your head out and give us a yell if you fancy a double gulp or something, I don't know. Yes. Yes, we will. Thank you. Top of the morning to you. What the hell was that? I panicked. You did an accent. You did two accents. I'm sorry, I'm not very good at voices. Clearly. All right, we're a corner and a double door away from potentially going home. Brace yourself, Llewellyn. Oh, hey, it's you! What do you mean, it's us? Who the devil are you? Hold on, it's those two cats we ran past in the arcade. What the hell are you doing here? I'm really getting tired of being asked that question. How did you even get in? We used the back door. It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked. Fancy that. Yeah, security in buildings like this is always pretty lax. Yeah, we usually don't encounter any real obstacles until we take in our slicey doodad and the alarms go off. So this is kind of a first for us. To that point, we demand to know who you are and why you are outside of the evidence room where our slicing device is being held. It's fine. We share a common goal. We do? Shut up. We were actually going to bring the slicing device back to you. We were? Shut up! Well, that's a lovely story. How I wish we could be inclined to believe it. Look, we can figure this all out when we're out of here. For now, we all want the same thing. So let's just go in and... I've got it. What? I I got the slicing device. You're kidding. Seriously? Yeah. Just now, while you were all talking, I just went in and took it. It wasn't hard. They had it on a sort of elevated pedestal under a spotlight. Is this all it is? What do you mean? Well, it's, it's, it's just a kitchen knife with some LEDs and an exposed circuit board sort of hot glued onto the side. My dear fellow, I'll have you know that is a very sophisticated piece of equipment. I, I'm sure it is, but it looks like a prop from a low-budget movie about a chef who is also a robot. Oh, that sounds like a cool idea. You could call it Servo Chef. It doesn't matter what it looks like. We got our slicing device back. Our luck's finally on the up and up. Not for long, no. Now that we have the slicing device, there'll be some kind of unexpected obstacle. Seriously? Are you serious right now? No, she's right. It's always a lot harder to get out of these buildings than it is to get in. Well, why can't you just leave through the back door? Are you insane? They'll have tightened security by now. Well, how do you know if you don't check? It's not worth the risk. What risk? We don't even know if there's any risk yet, and- Hey there, thought I'd check in, see if you needed a glass of milk, or... Is that the slicing device? Uh, no. Are you sure? It looks a lot like the slicing device. No. No, it's definitely not the slicing device. What happened to your accent? You had a Northern England accent earlier, followed by a very bad Irish accent. Now you sound... Australian. Uh, Australian? Security breach. Security breach! Let's get out of here. I think we lost them. That... 
was wild back there. <laughs> right? Who asked if we want milk? That's just messed up. Still, we got away. Yeah, you're good at that. Yes, and maybe now you'll be equally good at providing us with some much-needed answers. Yeah, we're not going anywhere until you tell us who you are and what you wanted with our slicing device. <gasps> I've been waiting for this part. Okay, so we are basically... Never mind. Time to slice. What? No! No, 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 no. No, you can't leave now. We gotta. Hang on, what's happening? The slicing device is on a timer. They have to leave when the timer hits zero. Well, that seems like a fairly arbitrary means of keeping them in one place. Can't they have the good decency to get arrested like the rest of us? We'll never forget you! They're leaving! We have to go after them! And leave the flurry behind? What does it matter if there'll be another jump ship along in a minute? It matters plenty. We won't have the nullifying effects of the flurry in the next reality. We'd be making infinite copies of ourselves. We'd just become more slicers. We can't just let them get away. You're going to be really annoying about this until we follow them, aren't you? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hang on. Maybe I can scan it. You still have that scanner? Yes, and if it works, I might be able to... Yes! All right, back to the flurry. I've got a lock on the destination of their wormhole. We can follow them if we're quick. There. Looks like we've got a fix. Press it. Press it. Hang on, I want to double-check the calibrations first. Press it, press it, press it, press it, press it! You're right. The worst that can happen is we end up somewhere random. Don't press it. Well, I think it's safe to say that's them. Unless we have the astounding good fortune to bump into two separate sets in one day. Yeah. Plus, it looks like we can jump to specific places if we know where we're going. That's promising. I was hoping you hadn't noticed that. You see that thing? All I saw, Mr. Derricks, was you all landing on the grass again. It really is getting beyond a joke. No, the giant round thing that just appeared beside us. Oh, yes, well, obviously I saw that too. That goes without saying. We saw this big sphere there in the last world, and it appeared again here just after we arrived. What is it? Some kind of ship? Almost certainly, and apparently it can travel between worlds. Then maybe it can get us home. Uh, Llewellyn? Uh, What now? The slicers are heading towards the ship. Hello? If they're selling machines that let you travel to random universes, tell them we've already got one. Hey, open up. What do we do? We... open the door? But it's the slicers! What, suddenly you're nervous? Less than an hour ago, you were very enthusiastic about arresting them. Yeah, but that was before we broke out of a government building with them. Now, they're equals! They're nerds. Not only that, they're nerds we apparently have hundreds of marginally different copies of back at the office. They're the Funko Pops of people. Open the door. Mm. You do it. Oh, for pity's sake. Yes? You! Yes, us. What do you want? You followed us. You can slice? No. You can slice. We can jump. What does that mean? Well, it's a little tricky to explain, but 
Imagine you could travel to parallel worlds, where it's the same year, and you're the same person, but everything else is different. Worlds where- Yeah, we know that. But you can travel between worlds. Sure can. We just pull that lever over there and zip! There we are. Why didn't you tell us that before? We were going to, but then your knife started beeping. I thought you were starstruck. I was. I, I am. But you're being kind of a jerk. Can you blame me? The kind of insufferable. Hey, we're right here. I'm sorry, did you want something? A cup of sugar, perhaps, mapped to the nearest government to topple? We, sir, are travelers. We can slice between worlds just as you can, but we can't control our destination. We're just looking for a way home. Us too! That's us! We've been jumping from one universe to the next, each time hoping that the next jump will be the jump home. So you're saying you can't take us back to our proper reality in that contraption of yours? Well, it all depends. Do you have the multiversal coordinates? We don't have ours. That's the only thing stopping us from getting back to our reality. But if you've got yours, we can punch him into our ship and take you home. They're inside the slicer, but we don't have any way to access them or use them. Ooh, we might be able to extract the coordinates using our ship's computer. <sighs> all right, come in, I guess. Damn, it's cramped in here. Oh, it feels like being trapped in a jam jar. On, on second thoughts, maybe you should all wait outside. I'm gonna go and, you know, hang out with the slicers for a while. Maybe talk shop a little. Oh, yeah? And what's to stop me hitting the recall and buggering off without you? That sense of decency you like to pretend you don't have. I'll be outside! You're not gonna work with your friend? He, uh, doesn't work well with others. What about you, though? What's the deal? Why are you slicing? O'Connell and the professor invented the slicing machine one afternoon and couldn't wait to test it out, so they never put a proper interface on it. Now we can only go where it wants, and when it tells us we can go, we can't control it at all. So how did you and Derek's get caught up in all this? O'Connell's a friend of mine. He asked me if I wanted to come, and I said yes, like a dope. I lived in the apartment above O'Connell, and when he sliced the hole in reality, he cut through the floor and I fell in after him. Yikes. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but your coordinates are in some kind of weird format. I'm sure it's your fault, but I'll need a hand converting them. I'll do it. So what happened next? Well, one minute I was on the phone, the next I was landing on my ass next to the professor, then O'Connell got sentenced to death saying the Lord's name in vain, and we had to go rescue him. Hey! That happened to us, too. Uh, well, well, kinda. Llewellyn and I got mistaken for angels by this colony of religious robots, and this militant atheist teamed up with a religious zealot to... Oh, for heaven's sake, Mr. Llewellyn. I could have had this finished an hour ago without your constant interruptions. We haven't been doing this for an hour. Is, Is he, he always, always like, like that? that? <laughs> <laughs> so, no time to fit a recall switch on the slicer, then. So you could get yourselves back home. Oh, like you can? Hey, we have a recall switch. Maybe it doesn't work, but we have one. Where did you get the ship in the first place? Did you build it? We were assigned to it. We're leads. What's a lead? Uh, meanie, a word. What the hell are you doing? 
I'm, you know, I'm talking to the slicers. It's so cool. Do you see the way O'Connell and Sabrina keep looking over at each other? I totally ship it. Don't ship real people, Mimi. They're real people. They can ship themselves. You told them we're leads? And? And you don't think maybe we should gloss over the fact that if we were fully trained, it'd be our job to arrest them? What? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not going to arrest them. Well, we have to. We're still leads. We're cadets. And more to the point, you saw how cramped it got when they all climbed aboard the flurry. You think we can just hop from reality to reality with that lot aboard for the long haul? But Llewellyn... No. Besides, even if we had the room, the number of bathroom stops we'd have to make for six people is frankly unacceptable. We're just going to take them home, then swipe their slicing machines so they don't get into any more trouble. Right. Then wait for some more leads to arrive at the jump ship that works properly. Yes. Well, mostly. Mostly? I'll tell you later. Right! Everyone, let's cram on board again. I think I have everything I need to get you all home. And out of my hair. Good heavens! No way! Damn! Llewellyn... That's my mom's house out there. You landed us outside my mom's house? Oh, did I? That was lucky. Right, everyone off single file, no shoving. Don't forget to leave a five-star review and a slicing device, please. Surely you're not serious. Yeah, we're not just going to hand it over. That's the deal. We get you home and you leave the slicing device with us so you can't cause any more interdimensional shenanigans. Fine. Here. Thank you. Now, if you'd like to make your exit... I don't know what to say. Meanie. Llewellyn, thank you. We'll never forget you. Goodbye. And off they go. Yeah, good riddance. They're home. Yes, mostly. You said that earlier, too. What did you mean by that? Well, there's a problem. Two problems, really. We have a problem, and they have a problem. Theirs is the biggest problem. So what's their problem? Well, while we were sorting out the coordinates for the jump, the professor sort of took the reins a little. A little? Yeah, a lot. The man is a force of nature. Spending time with him in an enclosed space is like sharing a case of five-hour energies with Brian Blessed. Whew, that is a lot. Yes, so I didn't actually have to do very much, which gave me time to think, and I realized that since they left their home universe, two things have happened. First, they've visited hundreds of worlds and made thousands of decisions, so there are already a billion copies of them scattered throughout the multiverse. So any day now, another copy of them could find a way home and be annoyed to find they're already here. Well, that's the other thing. No. See, there are people in this universe making decisions of their own. So for every copy of the Slicers, there are billions more universes for them to come home to, all a bit different. So, wait. Are they home or not? Uh, sort of. This universe is descended from the one they came from, but it's, it's not really the same universe. None of them are. Didn't have the heart to tell them. Oh. And what's our problem? It's the flurry. What do you mean, it's the flurry? I mean, it's... You're back. This isn't our world. How did you know? Look at this newspaper. The Fast and the Furious 9, former President Donald Trump. What's a president? 
We are so, so sorry. We only wanted... Don't worry, just a miscalculation. Get in, I'll fix it. Llewellyn, what are you doing? Shut up, Meanie. All right, here we go. Here we are, Earth Prime, everyone off. Meanie, Llewellyn, I don't know what to say. You very obviously do. Get off my ship. What did you do? Bump the last digit in the coordinates up a few. We're in the multiversal equivalent of a few doors down the road. It's still a descendant of their universe, but hopefully a less stupid one. You can't do that. You have to tell them. Yes, well, I'm not going to. They think they're home, and as far as anybody else will ever be able to tell, they are. I'm far more worried about our problem right now. Well, it can't be that bad. Once the lead service sends a jump ship... Nobody's coming, Meanie. Of course they are. The Slicers! Whenever the Slicers transpose across dimensions, the big detector bank of the hub lights up like a Christmas tree, right? Right! They'll see us in no time. That's just it. Us. They can't see us. Because of the flurry. The universal lockdown device. The one piece of technology designed to allow leads to do their jobs, and this time, it's going to prevent them from doing it. The Slicers have been traveling with us in the flurry. So, no new universes, no shockwaves in space-time, or bursts of trans-positron energy, or whatever the hell it is that their scanners register. So no lights. Not even a blip. Well, we can use their handset to go to another universe ourselves, where... Where we wind up spreading an infinite number of copies of ourselves out into the multiverse. We become just another set of slices for lead captains to get excited about collecting. Bonus points if we're still in our original uniforms. But... It won't work. Anything we're involved with won't even register. There's nothing, literally nothing, that we can do that the hub can detect. (sighs) I'm sorry... No, you're not. Not really, no. But you felt bad enough to say it. That's not nothing, I guess. You want to hang around here for a bit? Maybe see if they have an arcade? No. No, I think we should just leave. All right, then. Time we go. At least someone found their way home today. Sort of. You have been listening to Jump Leads Episode 5, Slicers, adapted by Ben Patton from a script written by Andrew Taylor, featuring the voices of Marissa Mizell, Ben Patton, Amber Aviles, Chris Storman, with Lamar Harris and Dino Andrade. Editing and sound design by Ben Patton. The Jump Ship engine sound was created by Sean Lyle. The theme music is by Professor Shy Guy. Find out more about Professor Shy Guy at shyguy.website. Hmm, I'm getting very strong readings. An inbound slice definitely occurred within 30 feet of this area. No sign of the slices nearby, though. They usually leave a trace or a trail, but there's nothing. Just a few faint signals in this grassy courtyard area, and that's it. They were here, and now they're gone. Then where the hell did they go? They didn't slice out, that's for sure. Scanner's not picking up an outbound slice, 
something else took them out of this reality. God damn it. That was a complete set of original slicers. If another lead jumped in and snagged them before I did. I am getting faint traces of another jump ship, but it's pretty weak. Waiter, take a look at this. Wait a second. Do you think it could be? It could be, sir. The flurry. Captain Lucas's ship. Captain Lucas's ship. Captain Lucas's ship. Captain Lucas's ship. <gasps> the missing cadets. Mania and Llewellyn. But the question is, how big is their collection? Do you think they have more slices than I do by now? Uh, I think the real question is, can we track them down? Mm-hmm. This is the first time in months that we've gotten any trace on the flurries since they were reported AWOL. Uh, excuse me, who is the captain here? Well, we all are. You go from cadet to captain. There aren't any ranks in the middle. It's actually not a particularly well-organized command structure. I don't have time for this. Let's get these findings back to the hub, and maybe we can finally track them down. And then, their slicer collection is as good as mine. And we also find some missing cadets. Then also we find some missing cadets. Yeah, I think that was implied, Gary Christ. Get back in the ship. Honestly. What am I even paying you for? Mm, you're not paying us. We don't get paid. Well, it's more than you're worth. Goddamn cadets took my slicers! The script editor was Mandy Okendo. This episode was directed by Austin Lee Matthews and produced by Dino Andrade, Mandy Okendo, and Ben Padden. If you have enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts and sharing the show on social media. You can also read the original webcomic at jumpleads.zone and support production of the show by going to patreon.com slash benpadden.